Welcome to the Player Development Pod, presented by Beyond the Field. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Jones II. I'm the founder of the Beyond the Field program and an experienced player development professional. This podcast is here to bring exposure to the player development field with the goal of creating generational impact in athletics and other surrounding areas. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to spend time with me on this platform. In today's episode, we will discuss Super Bowl champion Odell Beckham Jr. and his LinkedIn post from last week. Shout out to Ayana Phillips for tagging me in this post. We will cover the post, break down what OBJ is saying, and give a solution to what he is saying after this ad by our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Beyond the Field Program, LLC. Interested in creating an impact for your athletes? Interested in player development but don't know where to start? Beyond the Field is your one-stop shop for all things player development. Go to btfprogram.com to purchase or download player development resources. Email info at btfprogram.com for consulting and other player development needs you may have. We want to help you create the generational impact you want to see in the world. Once again, visit btfprogram.com for more information. Follow us on Twitter and IG at btf underscore program. That's btf underscore program and Facebook, btf program. One word, BTF program. Today's topic is Odell Beckham Jr. and the LinkedIn post that he shared last week. The post reads, so many athletes are scared to jump into business, regardless of which type. It's like if a business exec jumped into the football field and was asked to play an NFL game. Just not possible. Athletes aren't equipped with the proper tools they need to grow beyond their field of sport and often become complacent. This needs to change for future generations. As stated earlier, Ayanna Phillips tagged me to this post, and immediately I was drawn to this truth that OBJ expressed. After looking at it, it, within 10 minutes, I was like, it's so much there, and I need to address it. In less than an hour, this episode was created. There is so much to impact from this post by OBJ, as he vulnerably shares a truth that he and many athletes face when transitioning into the corporate world during and after their playing time. This episode will break down this post into three parts. Once again, thank you, OBJ, for sharing this. Congrats on winning the Super Bowl, and I'm praying for a speedy and healthy recovery from your injury. I hope you're able to give this a listen, and I welcome a chance to sit down with you and discuss this more. Any athlete that wants to sit down and discuss this, I'm open to it. Thank you, Ayana, for bringing this post to my attention. This post connected with me in many different ways. The first thing I think of is OBJ's work ethic. This was detailed to me at an LSU football camp that I worked as a high school coach. His position coach, Adam Henry, talked about how OBJ would come in on his own time to catch balls from the jugs machine and how they had to order more jugs jugs machines because he was getting work out of them. I bring this story up because I'm a big believer of transferable skills and believe that if an athlete will put in this much work on their own for their sport, then they are capable and can be willing to do it towards other things off the field if they are exposed to them. Athletes feel a ton of external pressure to only put their efforts towards their skill be it society telling them to shut up and dribble, just play, don't bring your life into this, or compartmentalize your life, bro. Or the constant pressure that they may have felt throughout their entire lives from family, friends, coaches, administration, teammates, fans, in the community. Hearing things like, I knew you was going to be the one to make it to the league. You're our hope, or this is the only way out and to a better life. These examples create pressure that may override the interest that they may have in things outside of their sport. As this post shows, I believe that there are a lot of athletes that want to and are willing to be enhanced beyond the field 
or competition, but the availability of these opportunities can be slim at times. Okay, let's break down this post. The first part we will break down is the portion that says so many athletes are scared to jump into business. When I see this part of the quote, I believe the key part is preparation. Whenever I think of being scared to do something I haven't done before, I think of not being prepared or feeling inadequate. You may ask, why would athletes fear business when they compete against others who can be bigger, stronger, and faster than they are? In OBJ's case, football is a collision sport, and he is a player in that sport that plays on an elite level. The reason I believe they don't fear is preparation. They are prepared for the game and moments through reps and reps they've done over many years. Coaching, film, trainers, practice, games, and other staff all help or have helped them prepare for, for the moments they will face in the games. These levels of preparation vary from elite to novice, but all have been prepared to compete. The question then must become, are the athletes getting this level of preparation in their lives outside of the sport? The second part we will break down is when he says, it's like if a business exec jumped into a football field and was asked to play in an NFL game, just not possible. When I see this part of the quote, I believe the key is what's being asked or expected. In this case, the business executive, he is thrown into a football field to play in a game and the expectations will be high once he steps on because he will be asked to perform at the highest level possible with the skill set that won't warrant that. As an athlete is asked to prepare to intense level for competition, an executive is also asked to prepare to intense levels for the corporate world. But with athletes, I believe we ask and expect them to handle many things because they have a skill set they're blessed with that should make their lives easier. Keyword is should. He's getting 45 million guaranteed. He shouldn't be afraid to transition to the corporate world. He's six foot five, 285 with 12% body fat. He shouldn't be afraid to walk in a business meeting or a corporation. The acts or expectations we ask, we ask or have for athletes is unreal and asinine at times. We ask athletes to be role models, win championships, put it all on the line, perform at elite level every game of competition, be available when called behind. This is when athletes are in public and should be nice and drop their agenda for a selfie or a pic, which I've been you know, guilty of back in the day. We even ask athletes to be emotionally tied to us. You let me down or look what you did to my fantasy team as if they are required to feel our pain. The sad part is a lot of these acts or expectations of athletes are placed on them before they become professional athletes. A lot of these acts or expectations we have, we wouldn't want or couldn't live up to like the executive on the football field. We ask or expect athletes to be elite and fearless at everything they do because of the skill seen in them in the one thing most publicized. The third part we will break down is when he says athletes aren't equipped with the proper tools they need to grow beyond their field of sport and often become complacent. When I see this part of the quote, I believe the key part is being equipped. OBJ said that athletes aren't equipped with proper tools needed to grow beyond their field of sport and become complacent. Did you notice that? Beyond the field. <laughs> I look at the word equipped here and I think of how no little league or youth league middle school, high school, college, or professional sport would put their athletes out there without ensuring they're fully equipped for practice or competition. Because if they aren't equipped properly, they could be at risk and be exposed to discomfort or injury. The amount of detail I've seen from equipment staffs and coaching staffs for practice is elite and is literally broke down to the millisecond of practice time. To quote Allen Iverson, we are talking about practice. 
practice. Not a game, but practice. We talking about practice. But seriously, equipping athletes is not far from the mind of those in athletics. It's actually at the forefront of the minds when thinking of practice and competition. So if this preparation of detail that's used for just practice was used to help athletes learn something beyond the field or beyond competition, how much impact would be made? If there were staffs, systems, structures, and protocols to ensure that complacency doesn't happen, we would see a meteoric shift in athletes' lives. Now, I know a few of you have thoughts that athletes have to take part and are responsible for their experience, and you are hurt. With that said, I will let you in on a secret I observe while working in athletics, specifically during recruiting trips. Do you know who would pay the least attention during my player development presentations? If you said the athletes, you would be wrong. It was actually parents and coaches. Phones would be out and there would be no attention to the presentation at hand. No attention to how their player would be developed overall. Now, with that said, of course, this wasn't the case for every parent or coach. With this information, if the biggest external contributors and influences along the player's journey don't pay attention during a development presentation for their overall development, where is the reinforcement and accountability for the young athlete when it comes to personal growth off the field? Athletes cement their commitment to their sport at a young age, being instructed to put in extra work and being equipped with resources to accomplish their current and possible future dreams. Equipping them for life beyond the field or competition must begin early in their athletic career when passion is forming. OBJ's post had a lot that we broke down. It has really had an impact on me as this episode was literally written out after seeing his post. He brought up issues, problems that athletes need help with, but he ended it beautifully with him caring for future generations. I believe that we can take the exact things Odell addressed in his post and use them to help the future generations. I've created a solution here by using the topics in the breakdown to bring hope to future generations of athletes and people overall. First, we must prepare athletes. Let's intentionally prepare these athletes for what is coming and will come when their career is over. This can and should begin in the youth age. Secondly, we must check our asks or expectations of athletes. Let's be thoughtful in our asks or expectations of athletes when it comes to their life outside of the sport. Elite athletic qualities, tangible or intangible, should not warrant unreal and unreachable expectations from us. Let's create realistic expectations for them, especially when they're vulnerable enough to open up as OBJ was in this post. Lastly, we must equip these athletes. Let's be strategic in equipping athletes with the tools that will ensure their success. Give them what's necessary to compete in another arena. There it is. There's my breakdown of the post that Odell Beckham Jr. put on LinkedIn. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that we can create opportunities to help athletes Odell express things that that athletes face and have. And my prayer is that those listening to this will help create opportunities to take away that feeling of fear, that feeling of inadequacy or whatever else they may feel. Let's help out the athletes in our lives. Now we're transitioning to the former player shout out. Want to give recognition to those that I've coached or led who are doing great things beyond the field. This episode, I want to give a shout out to Montreal Bell. 
Montrell was a three-year letterman for our program during my time coaching at my alma mater, Hightower High School. Shout out to them Hurricanes. Montrell was an offensive lineman that ended up playing all five offensive line positions for us at some point during his career. I was always impressed by Montrell's intelligence, critical thinking, problem-solving skills, stability under pressure, his communication skills, and ability to adapt to any position or situation that the games presented. With those skills, it is no surprise that Montrell graduated with a bachelor's degree in nursing and now works as an emergency nurse in a medical center in Houston. If you're not familiar with Houston, the medical center is one, one of, if not the largest medical centers in the world. There are many transferable skills that athletes receive from playing sports, and it is great to see that Montrell is using those skills to help save lives. So proud of you, Montrell, and thankful that I was able to see you randomly when I was at Houston getting lunch. It's time for the question of the day. You can send in your question or questions through our social media accounts or email your question of the day to info at btfprogram.com. Today's question of the day is from Ayana Phillips. Thank you for submitting the question. The question is, how can you convince football coaches that player development is important if a school already has student athlete development staff available for all teams? This is a really good question. Shout out to all my student athlete development professionals out there doing great work for their programs. In my career, I haven't had to do what is being asked in this question as the position was already created and I was able to work with great student athlete development departments and professionals. With that said, I have had to explain the necessity of my position with football. When asked, I would always say that football has 120 plus student athletes, which in the programs I was with was about 25% of student athletes at the university. So having someone dedicated to that percentage daily was very beneficial. The other points I would use is that football as a sport is one where players are league focused despite the 2% chance they have to make it. So having someone daily providing help for them to understand their immense opportunities and set up plans outside of football helps. The last point is that with football being the revenue sport at most universities, the pressure placed on the program, coaches and, and players, creates opportunities for positive impact in the everyday life of the athlete. When there is a dedicated professional that they see every day during the offseason and season. You are able to sow seeds of positivity, affirmations of truth and challenges of excellence in their lives to help relieve some of the pressure. Hopefully that answers your question, Ayana, and, and thanks for all the help you've provided on this episode. Y'all go connect with Ayana Phillips on LinkedIn. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for taking time to listen today. Go follow Beyond the Field on Twitter and IG at BTF underscore program and on Facebook at BTF program. Tag us on social media and let us know what you learned about player development from today's show. Go visit the website btfprogram.com and check out the resources and blogs. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to this podcast on the platform you're listening. Please rate and leave a review of the show. It would mean so much to me. Shout out to all who have left the review. Share this podcast if you believe it will benefit someone to learn more about player development. Next episode, we'll talk about one of the biggest lessons I've learned in player development. I look forward to the next podcast. Thank you for tuning in and spending your valuable time with me. God bless you. Have a great day. Go out and create generational impact. Don't wait. Create that generational impact today.